0: Yowza yowza! yowza, 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 indeed. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Matt Kennedy, one half of the Five Films From podcast here. Wanted to take a second today before Todd and I get started on the episode to say thanks for listening and to ask that if you've been enjoying the show, make sure you like, subscribe, and maybe even leave a five star review on the podcast platform of your choice. Doing that's going to really help us to connect with more movie loving listeners just like you. Also, we wanted to give y'all an update on some of the stuff we're working away on for season two. Got a lot of good episodes lined up real soon. For example, uh, Todd's currently editing our two-part season premiere on five films from, it's actually, it's going to be ten films from the two-part, or we're going to be doing Brian De Palma. We'll also be, gonna be getting into some more idiosyncratic stuff with guys like Stuart Rosenberg and Larry Cohen, as well as, you know, real Hollywood legends like Robert Altman and fan favorites like John Landis and Tony Scott. Again, be sure to subscribe so you can be among the first to hear all of our newest Five Films From content as soon as it drops. Totally! Lastly, if you're still listening... <laughs> Be sure to be on the lookout for our upcoming Patreon feed. We'll be offering all kinds of bonus episodes, things like double features, commentary tracks, etc. 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 And special things like five films from directors who've only made one film, and five films from the 70s disaster movie genre. Absolutely. So yeah, a lot of things lined up, good things on the horizon for FFF, and yeah, that's all I got for you. Enjoy the show. Five films.
1: Mac Kennedy and Todd Edmondson.
0: Five films from Podcast Today. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. We're doing five films from Roger Corman. The, the great the great Roger Corman. Great Roger today. Corman today. Five yeah. films that he directed yep yep and uh so yeah we're I'm and at, how hard
1: was it to pick five it kind of we kind of went around on the fifth one but yeah we uh, did we have
0: about five
1: or to ten more because down yeah the, road.
0: the thing is like in the 70s once roger corman became the head of new world pictures he's got like a whole nother career like producing and executive producing these movies yeah um and you know, and sort of discovering the whole next generation of Hollywood, right? I mean, how yeah, many people yeah, came yeah. through working under Roger Gorman later on? Just a boatload, and yeah. Um, actors, actors, directors, exactly right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and you and you see some of those names in in these early pictures too. Yeah. So, 100%. Uh, other than the first one, which we're going to cover, is Bucket of Blood,
0: 1959's A Bucket of Blood.
1: Yeah, black and white. It's it's the first. Beatnik horror movie. I remember.
0: Yeah, if if you could even call it a horror movie. I mean, yeah, it's not, kind it's, of a it's goofy. Kind of yeah.
1: It's kind of an absurd uh, yeah. horror movie. Yeah,
0: I guess um the plot is sort of loosely taken from the mysteries of the wax museum in 1933. Okay. Which is like a pre court pre code horror film that uh is about a murder that I guess turns people into wax sculptures. And yeah. That yeah, was like the loose premise. Yeah, they, and, they and yeah, yeah.
1: Uh Vincent Price later on did um House of House Wax. House of Wax, yeah, sure. And and yeah, yeah, that's how he that's how his his figures are so are, are so good is that they're actual people. And in yep. this case, this guy Accidentally kills a cat that's stuck behind. This is Dick Miller, Dick by the Miller, way. The at, Great Dick Miller.
0: Who plays, he's a busboy at this cafe called The Yellow Door, this beatnik cafe. <laughs> and the beginning of the movie is like this poet giving like this sort of crazy, like free association kind of nonsense sounding beatnik poem. It's
1: absolutely, absolutely. great. I will talk to you of art, for there is nothing else to talk about. For there is nothing else. Life is an obscure hobo bumming a ride on the omnibus of art. Burn gas, buggies, and whip your sour cream of circumstance and hope. And go ahead and sleep your bloody heads off. Creation is. All else is not. What is not creation is graham
0: crackers. Let it all
1: crumble to feed the Creator. And dig this, the sax player. Of course, I'm very attuned, being a saxophone yeah, I remember, player. I noticed
0: that. Saxophone and I'm attuned oh,
1: yeah. to uh, to if they're playing or not. He was absolutely, absolutely playing, well, and was he was playing credit. live. There yeah. Well, that's Paul Horn. Credit. Yeah. Paul that. Horn. Uh, Paul Horn is very famous uh, musician. I actually missed a chance to meet him because it turns out he was good friends with like a lot of people with my last boss, who's oh yeah, his uh, rest of soul has passed away. I really would have loved to talk to him because he. He would play flutes for whales and, you know, like he was way ahead of the curve of the whole new age thing. That's wild. Um, but he mostly was in Europe and, uh, yeah, great, great uh, to see him. He's also um, playing saxophone in another movie, not on screen, but later on. In oh, really? Filmed, one of these yeah. we talked about? Cool. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, Dick Miller plays Walter Paisley is this busboy's name. So, Dick Miller throughout his career, you know, he played like six different characters credited as Walter Paisley. Did you know that? No, I didn't yes. know that. So, um, when Joe Dante and Alan Arkish made Hollywood Boulevard, they had Dick Miller in it and they named his character Walter <laughs> Paisley. And then again, when Joe Dante made The Howling, he, Dick Miller plays a, like an occult bookstore owner in a really funny cameo, <laughs> and his character is credited as Walter Paisley.
1: The classic werewolf can change shape anytime it wants, day and night, whenever it takes a notion to him. That's why I call him Shapeshifters. I got a dozen books on it.
0: What about killing it with
1: silver bullets? Oh, sure. Silver bullets are fire. It's the only way to get rid of the damn things. They're worse than cockroaches. They come back from the dead if you don't kill them right. Plus, they regenerate, you know what that is? Cut off an arm, cut off a leg, stick a knife in a heart, nothing. They may look dead, but bam, three days later, they're as good as new. You believe in this? <laughs> what am I, an idiot? I'm making a buck here. You want books? I got books. I got chicken blood. I got dog embryos. I got black candles. I got wolf paint. Look at this. Silver bullets. Some joker of them. 30.06. Never picked them up. I take Bank America, American Express, Visa. you going to buy that or what?
0: When he's in the Twilight Zone movie, he's briefly in it. Also directed by Joe Dante, he's credited as Walter Paisley. <laughs> um, Chopping Mall. A movie I remember that Chopping movie. Chopping Mall produced by not Roger Corman, but Julie Corman. Dick Miller plays a mall janitor named Walt, <laughs> watching the credits, Walter Paisley. And in Night of the Creeps, he's a cop, Officer Paisley, who Tom Atkins' character calls Walt. So it's, wow. they just do that over and over. That's um, one of the
1: best running gags I've really heard. It's really funny. Yeah. In a while. Dick
0: Miller has said, I've played Walter Paisley five times now, but then I guess. Uh, it says here that he actually played it seven times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, once you do it five, uh, you well, uh, to oh no, I'm sorry. It says there were six of them. And I guess there's one... The character has appeared seven times. Six of them were Dick Miller. <laughs> so somewhere in the history of film, there it was. Okay, Anthony Michael Hall played the seventh Walter Paisley in the remake of A Bucket of Blood. Oh wow! So I didn't go. even know they remade this Neither movie. did I until right now. Oh, wow! <laughs> Look wow! At this.
1: The Wikipedia podcast strikes, strikes again. again, sir. I Perfect. love it.
0: That's really great. Um, yeah,
1: that whole the whole opening scene it just really sets up. And uh you see Bert Convey. Yeah. Who uh Is later he, on yeah. was uh, what was he host of the match game?
0: He or? was a host of the one where they're drawing Win Loser Draw. Oh Win Loser Draw. Produced yeah. by our other friend Bert, Bert Reynolds, and it was Bert and Burt Productions. Oh yeah, man. Bert, I see, I didn't know that. Bert Convey was had a a big association with Bert Reynolds. He's in Cannonball Run, and he's got probably one of the most memorable parts in Semi-Tough, the Michael Ritchie movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, he that's plays, right. He like, the fake Werner Earhart character, the est guru, who's, like, just, yep, calling people assholes the whole time. <laughs> Why can't we go to the bathroom if we have to? Because you can't. That's a fun movie. Yeah, it start, <laughs> is a fun It movie. starts out as a football movie, but by the second half, it's really not. It's just, like, a parody of this New Age religion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Burt Comby is perfect in this because, as it turns out, he's a narc. Uh, yeah. But we're getting ahead of, ahead of ourselves because... Um, this, yeah, this Walt, Walter Paisley uh, working this cafe. He's he's always talking to the customers and his boss, Anthony Carbone. Yeah, who looks like we were. I was saying he looks looks a little bit like a Jose Ferrar. Slight mm. got a, got a slight look similar like, that. like
0: nose. Yeah, 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 and he's
1: a hard ass. He won't mm. let it. He won't let Walter. Mister DeSantis, <laughs> which is funny.
0: <laughs> funny for all of us Floridians. Yeah, yeah, sort of funny. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, but I
0: digress. Walter, what are you doing
1: here? I was looking at Carla's picture. Why well, I pay you to look at pictures? Oh, get to work. I was just looking. There are empty cups all over the place. Clear them out. You shouldn't be so rough on him, Leonard. Uh, yeah, so Walter's really enamored with this girl, um, and she's always nice to him. She doesn't want people to pick on him. You know, she feels kind of sorry for him because he's sort of a—he's just sort of a nerdy, um, not very bright. Uh, guy he, he
0: really he's like uh, uh kind of just a goof and he really wants to be an artist because he's surrounded by all these sort of beatnik artists yeah and he wants to be that's part of like, the crowd that's kind of like it. what's gonna make him cool and what's gonna kind of make carla this other girl who's always I guess she's the hostess there like him, you know, if he's an artist.
1: And he's got this vision that he's he's not able to really, he's he's got
0: this pile of clay that he can't, he can't make anything out of it. And he
1: lives in this, this terrible little apartment with a super nosy landlady. And, um, so he's trying to make something out of this clay. And the nose is not big enough. You're know, working at it, and he keeps hearing this cat, and the cat's behind the wall, so he's trying to know. And knock the landlady the had
0: previously mentioned, like.
1: Say, Walter, did you see anything of Frankie tonight when you went out?
0: I didn't see him at all.
1: Well, if you do, tell him I got a nice, fresh piece of halibut for him.
0: Tell him that?
1: I mean, do you think he'll understand? He's only a cat.
0: <laughs> but yeah, he hears the cat in the wall right and to cut the piece of the wall out he stabs the cat he tries to save the cat but accidentally kills it totally on accident
1: yeah yeah and and to to cover it up what does he do he He covers the cat with clay (laughs) and he becomes an art sensation
0: (laughs) the dead his dead cat (laughs) sculpture everybody really loves it at the cafe um yeah
1: it's so great where'd you get that auction i made it you made that I said i did didn't i I Very good. Honest? Honest. What's it called? Dead cat? Dead cat? That's its name? Sure. Well, it sure looks dead enough. You you want to buy it? Buy it? That thing? Scare people out of the place. Don't be silly. It's tremendous. Look at the detail. The anatomy's perfect. Look at the expression on its face. How come you put a knife into it? I didn't mean to. Just got carried away, huh? Well, all right. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put it in the corner of the alcove. If it sells, we'll split 50-50, okay? Sure. Does this mean I'm an artist? Maybe so. You can do other things as well. well all that is comes through the eye of the artist. Yeah, you're a real artist now. i go going back and scrub down those garbage cans. Much now
0: one of the like regulars at the cafe this girl who has a crazy name uh Na- naolia oh hello naolia which yeah 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 and she gives dick miller like heroin because she's like so impressed by the sculpture and she really loves him now yeah. you know? and, he, and he doesn't know what it is and yeah he's place, oblivious this place is also like crawling with cops who i guess are just like trying to bus beatniks.
1: Actually, there's a cop that, um, that goes and uses a payphone and he's always staggering around like And that's like not Burkambi. That's a that's different That's not Burkambi. Yeah, Burkambi looks like a he looks like a um, somebody, like a tennis pro. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, he know. doesn't
0: look like 70s Burt Convy. It took me a second to put it together, even. Yeah, I
1: yeah. know. I, I, in fact, when I saw his name, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see Burt, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and that was really weird, like sort of turtleneck-y.
0: His, yeah, and they misspelled his and... name in the credits, too. Because <laughs> yeah. his name is B-E-R, and they put B-U-R. Yeah, yeah. That's too funny. Classic A-I-P. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, So quickly, he becomes this, like, overnight sensation, and um, the girl doesn't have, the girl doesn't like him any more or less uh, because of it, but she is really impressed and wants to see more of his art. Not the girl with the
0: heroine, the girl. Right, the girl that he's enamored with. Yeah. But once the, the, the he has to make a new sculpture now, right? It's, right yeah, now it's now, now he, he's in he's demand. An yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so after this girl randomly gives him heroin that he does not know what it is, he's just like looking at it. Yeah, randomly. he sets it on the table. Yeah. It's just
1: like yeah. You know.
0: And the cop, this is Burke This cop follows him home. Hello, Walter. Oh, hi. A hey, yellow yo, ain't you? I seen you down the yellow door plenty. Come
1: on in. I-, I was just making some pancakes. You can have some if you like. Did you see my cat? Yeah, I saw your cat. I also saw that chick like these on you. Oh, that was Naolia. She's a nice girl. She's kind of strange, though. I guess she figures I get headaches or something. OK, Walter, who's your connection? Connection? Yeah, connection. Who do you score from? Where do you buy your horse? Horse? Horse, junk, white stuff, heroin. Is that what that is? I never seen any of that before. I always thought that was expensive. Yeah, Walter, that can be real expensive. Gee. wasn't that nice in naolia to give me that expensive horse walter huh police officer
0: and again he accidentally kills him (laughs) uh, (laughs) another just totally accidental murder and at this point is kind of when you realize oh this is little shop of horrors you will go out and find me some food (laughs) instead of instead of trying to feed the you know, Seymour's project is the plant. Dick Miller's project is his art career. And Seymour yeah. is trying to grow the plant to make, what's her name, Audrey love him. And Absolutely. It's the same. Absolutely. Charles Griffith, the same screenwriter. Okay. And Roger. And it was like, you know, they clearly, and maybe that's why Little Shop of Horrors was able to be shot in two days. Because they just <laughs> like hit a lot of the same beats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, the only thing that stands out to
1: Little Shop of Horrors to me was, uh, was Jack Nicholson's, um... Uh, dental patient who once doesn't want Kane yeah. because Na- Na- he's Na- into pain.
0: Wilbur Force, <laughs> isn't it? And Dick Miller's in that one too, as yeah. like a customer who's always eating flowers and just inexplicably like, yeah, I, I come in here to have lunch, and he's just eating flowers. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, but that mo- that movie like looks shitty and the sound is shitty, even it, for it, an AIP movie. It's it feels really like it was down Really dirty. bad. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's really
0: bad. I-, I tried to watch it on Joe Bob actually a couple weeks ago, and it was just. The sound was so bad, it was hard to get through.
1: Yeah, I do remember that, and I've seen it, I haven't seen it in a while. And I remember, this is really, really you watch it. I watched it for Jack Nicholson, right? And um, and no other reason, and I didn't miss the rest of it. It was
0: done more or less like on a bet, I think. Because, um, and this is something Joe Bob had said they previously their record for making a movie was five days. And Charles Griffith, who wrote both Bucket of Blood and Little Shop, and Wild Angels, I think a lot of these. Okay, movies. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, he pretty much like bet Roger, like, "What do you think's the quickest we can do it?" And they said, <laughs> "Let's try to do it in two days." And it was all sets from movies that already existed, so it was almost like a joke movie. It
1: was that one. Of, was that the movie that uh, that um, Francis Ford Coppola, who was an assistant, said? Well, you've still got another day left. Can I shoot a movie? Well, that's the terror. That's the terror. (laughs) The terror is is that the terror was the
0: other movie. That's why there are like five credited five credited directors on that movie. (laughs) Well, maybe not. Maybe not credited. Because I'm thinking Dementia
1: 13 was done. Dementia 13 was
0: Walter Walter, Francis's movie. Yeah, Yeah,
1: and that was done on leftover. That
0: might have been after. That might have been the leftover from the terror. Something, maybe maybe something like that, maybe, but I know that the terror see we're just going off into other movies now that was made it wasn't a Poe movie, but it was like used all the sets from the Poe movies, yeah, they and, just had left over and money right, yeah, right, right, yeah,
1: well, it's all around the same exact time, and yeah, and uh and it was it you know it shows Roger's uncanny ability to to create something out of nothing and and bucket of blood actually um. You Know Dick Miller's a star, and he's a uh, he's primarily as we pointed out, uh, the, it's the same character actor in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> he gave, gave I don't the think same he's name. the
0: star in anything else, you know, I don't just think so either. Yeah. Scenes. Yeah. yeah, and he's always very memorable. Everybody, I think, has seen Dick Miller, and yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, and
1: he carries this really well. And, yeah, and um, you know, so he turns Bert Comby into dead guy, another
0: statue, yeah, <laughs> dead, dead guy, ma- dead, dead man, or whatever. And then <laughs> right after that, you get another scene in the cafe where there's like this really kind of fun song Tim Evans was a murderer all in his prison cell and those who read about his crimes they damned his soul to hell saying go down you murderer go down Dick Miller (laughs) is like it's just funny how it's the whole scene, it keeps playing. It keeps <laughs> cutting back to it. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's a murderer. Yeah, the guitar player, yeah. some strolling minstrel. Uh, yeah, yeah, folk exactly, singer. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. A real goof. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh,
1: quite a touch.
0: And Dick Miller's, when he becomes, he's starting wearing like a real artist outfit with a beret and everything. <laughs> and a long cigarette holder yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there's a model there who's another character who's going to become victim number three. And she's just, like, really mean to him and has yeah. some funny lines. But he's such an idiot! <laughs> for, like, no reason. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she becomes victim number three or statue number three. She's
1: basically selling, selling her nudity for 25 right. bucks right. an hour. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she becomes statue number three. Yep. Um, um, and... And what's what's funny to me is that okay, Bert Comby disappears. Yeah. So you start to see these real square cops starting to wander into the club. And everybody's turning and it's like, Oh, it's trench coats and fedoras, you know, it's like, hey, Flatfoot, yeah. you know. What what are these clowns doing in here? And and they're, the- they're 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 trudging along wondering why one of their guys disappeared and then and then, you know, Nobody's going to notice the cat uh, but the right. the model I think was sort of a regular so you know when people start disappearing um and the other narc that's always pretending to be high, he's still around.
0: Yeah, and there are these two other, like, just kind of observers that are just always hanging out. These, like, two super out of the yeah, guys. Yeah, the two guys are They're great. just commenting on, like, the cops. And they're both <laughs> wearing hats, and one of them is wearing, like, a Civil War hat, which is really <laughs> funny. Man, this place is beginning to feel like
1: a lineup. Yeah, baby. But don't cool out pretty soon. I'm going to haunt somebody
0: else's joint. We may have to start drinking.
1: I saw a statue once. It was called the third time Phyllis saw me, she exploded. What kind of a statue was that?
0: I don't know. It was made out of driftwood and dipped in fluoric acid. Very wild.
1: Walter Paisley, is it's got all the poet memorized. The poet's a real pompous guy who says, I don't write anything down. I just say whatever comes to my head, and it's fun. And one of them is, repetition is death.
0: I know. Some of that shit was really funny. (laughs) It reminded me of, like, yeah, like, just like there's a, a british show called garth Marangi's dark place and like the author character of that is like i know people who use subtext they're cowards it's it's stuff like that or uh when the guy in this movie the poet uh he says one of the
1: greatest advances in modern poetry is the elimination of cleric. i am proud to say my poetry is only understood by that minority which is aware who have what we're not of anything stupid just aware
0: <laughs> it's there's like a lot of making fun of like this sort of a uh, beatnik kind of uh like not mainstream culture and it's like what exactly are these guys trying to say yeah yeah, and the, yeah. Like the wild angels kind of hits that too it, it th- does, in a weird yeah, way yeah, yeah. yeah
1: it's just like it's like uh it's like frank zappa was talking about one of his earliest albums he said was the result of some really unpleasant premonitions and he's like decried hippies he said who were mostly disaffected teenagers from Kansas who thought if they moved to LA that would be all free love and drugs and everybody would take care of everybody else and they just basically became homeless and you know the true freaks were over here and then the hippies were all from out of town you know they were like right they're like, like kind of freaks. cosplaying freaks yeah exactly yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> And uh, but beatniks are always yeah we were talking about how beatniks are just been kind of played for being completely fraudulent. And the one, the one
0: model is when she was like kind of making fun of Dick Miller before she became statue number three. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you're, you're like some goof idiot, but we're all really cool beatniks. Yeah, like she even <laughs> says that, and it's like, what an idiot. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you wanna, Dick Miller's uh, pretending to be a phony yeah Uh, exactly yeah yeah, Uh yeah. that's That's funny well that's what he says when he kills the cat repetition is death frankie right (laughs) um so yeah the uh the owner knows right away that it's it's a dead cat because he can see real fur sticking out of it yeah and and yet he's really torn because he's because he's got a patron who's just this um this kind of overweight you know Stiff suburbanite, or 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 you know, just this white guy. It's like my wife loves it. Yeah, I'll, I'll right. give you $200 $300, 400 or five hundred dollars again. So before the owner can call the cops, a guy's throwing money at it.
0: And him. Then, so the owner decides that he wants to put on a show of these statues real quickly, like yeah, so he can yeah. sell them all real fast, right? Right. Because yeah. up
1: to that point, he's got three, and the dead girl is um is really like it's just frightening looking. She's in a chair. I don't know. It's just I, I'm blotting it out because it was so weird. Um, and then he, and then he beheads a guy randomly in the lumber yard with a table saw. Yeah, and that becomes a real, forest He's statue.
0: real drunk. And he's like, kind of, I think he's just consumed by like, I need to make more art now. Yeah, right? so yeah. That's and after they have a big party about like how cool he is. Yeah, yeah, He's real high on himself. He's, and point.
1: he's blasted on champagne. Yeah. yeah. Art is death, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what did he order?
0: Um, Bring me a cappuccino and a piece of papaya cheesecake and and a bottle of Yugoslavian white wine.
1: Yes, sir, Mr. Paisley.
0: (laughs) There's all (laughs) kinds of funny beatnik food going on. Soy and wheat germ pancakes, organic guava nectar, calcium lactate and
1: tomato juice, and garbanzo omelets sprinkled with smoked yeast. Join us? No, thanks. Sounds great, though. In fact, I wrote this down. there. speaking of the model, she's uh, she's selling herself, you know, her her talents. Would you like to do me? And he goes, I just might. Yeah, I know,
0: real like real suggestive <laughs> real double dialogue on the there. Man. Yeah, it uh, was great. In 1959, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. basically, that you know, what happens? They have the art show, and then uh, people start to discover that. It's a problem, you know. They're, they're yeah. Just,
1: they're seeing real fingernails, yeah. and you know,
0: and and it's like,
1: oh my god, these are these are people. They're yeah. not. This isn't art. Um, and he runs away, and there's a big chase scene, and he's chasing her, and they're chasing
0: Cause, him because she basically says she doesn't love him, and so then he says, well, now I gotta make make you into a statue, yeah. more or less, <laughs> right. right? And uh what? Yes. Yeah, so he's just, he's kind of just killing more people now because like he says i know what it's like to be forgotten right or ignored. yeah, yeah, yeah that's can't. right that's i know right. what it's like to be ignored like he he doesn't want to go back to being anonymous so he's at this point he's actually killing people on purpose yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's, uh, that's his career He yeah. wants the same his yeah yeah exactly and uh so then the end of the movie is this chase scene that ends up back at his house and he's Killed himself then right and yeah he hangs himself he's yeah. hearing
1: he's hearing this some some disembodied voice going walter walter and that pulls him away from her and uh, and somebody says oh he's going to go back to his apartment and they go back there and, all and he's the, already hung himself. the cops all come
0: in and the poet and the two guys are just following the cops yeah like they barge in and they're like (laughs) we're just like no deputies it's like following an ambulance down the road like what are you doing because they need to have him when walter's dead he's got clay all over himself like he tried to turn himself into a statue Mm -hmm. and maxwell the poet has the final line i
1: suppose he would have called it hanging man his greatest work
0: The, the it's a great movie fucking silly 65 minutes of pure goofball
1: yeah it barely cut yeah it barely clears an hour it's hard i, I mean
0: it. it's five minutes uh uh it's it's only a you know what is it It has to be over an hour to actually be a movie right <laughs> it's, guess, it's the yeah. feature length uh uh threshold we just got over <laughs> yeah th- uh, but i
1: wanted to say one, one other thing i noticed about the music is the music is by fred katz um, who I'm pretty sure, and I didn't look this up, but I'm pretty sure Fred Katz was a cello player with Chico Hamilton, who was a jazz drummer, who really got into this, um, the thing about the 50s beatnik stuff, is a lot of the music was real third stream. And, and third stream was like classical jazz elements mixed together. It was very brief. Gunther Schuller, Fred Katz played cello. Uh, Paul Horn was really into it. Paul Horn preceded the new age kind of thing and um but it was all kind of like post bebop oh man i'm i'm too far out it's, like the one guy
0: that... it's the same guy we got wikipedia to confirm it is the same yeah yeah, yeah i figured it had it, to be yeah. um
1: so that was really cool the cool. soundtrack is awesome
0: there's several of these movies have interesting people doing the music we'll talk about <laughs> that coming forward like well yeah we'll definitely go on to that all right cool. well let's take a break and we'll yeah, come man.
1: back with number two